What's up, guys? It's Dave Gold, and I have an amazing announcement to make. The podcast is now officially branded the Evolve Your Brand podcast, and this is going to be one of the first episodes of season number two. So with that being said, this is a podcast where I bring on industry leaders in the spiritual um, in the spiritual business, financial sectors, also relationship coaches. And as you well know, an amazing opportunity for you to meet and greet some of the best in the business. Now, today, my guest is going to be Luke Halford. Um, we're going to start it off with a very interesting coach who is teaching something that we all have heard about, and some of you are probably really interested in, the crypto market. So, Luke, thank you so much for joining me today. And where are you coming from? Yeah, thanks for having me here as well. Um, I'm coming from the UK, a place called Leicester in the UK. Um, yeah, as I said, my name's Luke Halford. I've been doing the crypto coaching now uh, or developing the business for the past year. Um, I first got into kind of crypto around about five years ago when I first saw Bitcoin on just like a hobby basis, just to I started to really get into the technology and dig deep. And I saw a very similar... Um, a similarity to to the internet back in the internet days when I first heard about that developing. It was this thing that was going to change the world and do all these things, but nobody really knew what it was. And I've seen that in crypto as well, you know, very similar. And back in the internet days, there was always opportunities coming up. Like you could have bought Amazon stocks very early and made a fortune. And people were saying, you need to get into this little internet company that was selling books online called Amazon. And I kind of just missed all that at the time because I was too young. Um, and this time around, I've been sort of digging deeper because I saw that I wanted to take advantage of them opportunities. And, and so I've been studying it for the last sort of five years and following the market. And just recently, I moved away from my traditional business, which was retail, into uh, coaching online, which was a whole new sort of experience for me. So it's been a whole new learning curve. And uh, yeah, so I to build a clientele up and I'm currently sort of educating people in crypto at the minute and what it's all about and how to choose the best investments for the best returns, really. That's the goal. Very interesting. And, you know, as we were talking about before we just jumped on this podcast, you know, sometimes you want to do something, but the opportunity is there. And yet fear or anxiety or this feeling of doubt or self-worth, um, lack of self-worth for that matter, comes up and you decide to not take action. And, you know, I was saying to you even today um, to start season two, I've got those, those um, butterflies in my stomach and, you know, not feeling a hundred percent. And I'm still like, all right, I've got an amazing guest, an amazing opportunity to start up something that I'm really passionate about and go for it. So how do you tell me more about that? You see many opportunities in your life. What about crypto made you pull the trigger? Absolutely. I have similar um, anxieties, exactly the same as what you're saying in starting this. Shall I just cancel it? You know, what are you going to say? What questions are going to be asked and what's going to come up? You know, and, and sometimes like we were talking about earlier, it's if you try and make it perfect, you're better off just getting in there, diving in and, and, and just just enjoying it and having a go and talking and let it flow naturally. And once you take that plunge, it's almost like skydiving. Once you've jumped out, you, you're falling and, and you've just got to get on with it and go for it, really. That's the best thing you can come up with. It's very similar to skydiving or something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, that's how I feel about it. I mean, 
I had the same anxiety starting the crypto coach company. Absolutely. It was a whole new area for me. Um, and I got a coach, which really helped guide me through it a lot on a lot of the mindset stuff, which was um, really quite eye-opening. Uh, some of the spiritual stuff was really eye-opening as well in the way we can sort of channel that source energy to help us um, express ourselves in a, in a whole different way. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that actually flows right into um, the work that I have evolved this brand into. Okay, my brand Dave Gold Evolved, as many of you guys know, once once started out as a dating company and a way for me to connect, um, you know, other men with you know beautiful women and just kind of the relationships and situations that they wanted in life, but. I had to make a shift and decide to move in a direction that seemed um, more, more aligned with my purpose, with my passion, with the type of people that I wanted to work with. And what I decided to do was pinpoint in on this niche of personal branding. And this niche is very oversaturated. It's, it's, highly misunderstood and uh, you know people can become very critical of even the term personal branding because it can give off this aura or this vibe that it's all about you so there has to be some ego or narcissism involved and that may be the case i see a lot of coaches out there and a lot of businesses that are started um with the sole in intention of doing it for yourself rather than serving others. And so um, after working with some coaches in spirituality and purpose and in self-love, um, I started to see that the way I approach my brand and my business doesn't have to be solely from a financial game perspective. It can also be from a perspective of elevating my own consciousness, helping others to expand their reality and their belief systems and see a different way of operating and channeling that source energy to authentically express yourself to the world. So what has been, you know, for you, something that you've learned or something that has challenged you along this journey of putting yourself out there and authentically consciously expressing yourself from that source energy? That's a good question. Um, I did a lot of Bob Proctor courses, which is all about giving and, and putting, you know, adding value for others out there, which was a great concept and changed my mindset on the way I think about it. As you say, it takes the focus off earning money and more onto how can I add the most value for people. And since I, the more I seem to give, the more it flows back. So I completely understand that concept now. Uh, that's that's one of the things that springs to mind. Interesting. Um, yeah. And and tell me more about this journey into into entrepreneurship. Um, have you have you started businesses before you became a crypto coach? Yeah, many. We had a business for nearly twenty years, um, which we're just selling off now. With I've made enough profit in crypto to kind of not have to worry about finances anymore. We had a traditional retail business. My wife's a hairdresser. So we had three three salons, uh, two salons and like an academy, uh, which we had for many years, like 20 years. It was a, a, a grind, a struggle, very low profit. 
um, stressful, completely different to what I'm doing now, but I really, now I'm starting to really enjoy it. I don't feel like work anymore. Uh, so, I can, you know, if it's a crypto coach, I, uh, work, I can just, I get up in the morning, I'm, I'm more driven to do it. Um, it's just, you know, more of a purpose for it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what would you say is something that is challenging, though, in teaching a subject like crypto that it's only been around for a few years? There's been a lot of volatility um, in the time that it's been in existence. And, you know, things are constantly changing. New exchanges are popping up or going down. Crypto coins are being created on a daily basis. You know, how does all of this volatility, um, how do you manage with all that's, the volatility? That's the perfect question for what we've been talking about, actually, because, yeah, that's yeah. the way I've managed the mastermind group is there's been no program pre-planned. I've just dived in with a mastermind group and every week I just go in tuition and what they need and what they want and what's going on in the market at the time. And it's worked well so far. You know, the customers seem happy. They're making some money on some of the gains and investments that they've made. And I feel that they're learning a lot from that because, as you say, it just changes and develops so fast. If I just sat down and created a 12-week program um, and tried to create it perfectly by mapping it all out, it'd probably been out of the date by the time I finished it. Mm. And I wouldn't know if it was right for the market because it's such a new market. You need to just get out there, take action and test it. So this is the kind of approach I've talked to the, to doing it, really. I've found the customers, mastermind customers, and we just dove in and, and created it on a week-by-week week week basis. Um, and as I build new material, it's kind of evolving from there, really. So, so as, a, as a crypto coach, um, not only as a crypto investor, but also as a crypto coach, you need to have a lot of flexibility and be able to ebb and flow with the market and with the new technologies that are coming out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Because it, it moves so fast. You know, a year in crypto is like 10 years in the real world. It's, mm. it's changing and evolving all the time. It's such a new market. But there's so many opportunities out there. Uh, people don't realize it's such a life-changing opportunity that only comes you know, a few times. And it's like the, for me, it's like the internet over again. I felt it was a second chance to get into it. So, yeah, yeah. And you've probably seen out there, you know, some people come at incredible gains that are just mind-blowing on the mountain you can actually make if you, get, if you get in at the right time and place. Yeah, so there is a lot of hype around big gains and quick profits and 1,000x, um, you know, you know, growth in in some kind of uh, stock or or crypto coin. And at the same time, you know, other people are saying that um, a lot of these crypto coins can't be trusted. They're going to go back down to zero. So um, let's take a step back now. And for someone who's just getting started in their crypto journey, what would you say are a few good and pointers uh, on the road to success? Yeah, firstly, I've never invested in anything you don't understand. So the first step is education. That's why I've gone so strongly into education. You need to understand what you're investing in. As you say, there's certain coins and tokens that are just almost worthless and they're driven and pumped up. Um, they've got a huge bubble in the NFT market at the minute happening. And people are making money, don't, don't get me wrong, but it will that bubble will burst at some point. And those that are left lasting, it's like a game of almost musical chairs or, um, you know, whoever's in last is going to lose out and get left holding with all these NFTs, which are going to reduce quickly in value. 
And we see these bubbles throughout the crypto market all the time. It's been happening since the 10 years it's kind of been in, in existence. I think um, you showed a post where you had bought a few coins and they had gone down to zero. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they were bought back in 2016, 2017 sort of bubble market. Um, that was what we call the ICO boom. So we had this point where people were setting up what's called an ICO coin. It's a bit like a startup company. So they'd have this amazing kind of blockchain idea that they'd get everybody excited about and everybody would pile money into it, buying the token. You'd hold these tokens and then the companies had already got the money. Because they've already got the money, they've no incentive to really build what they said they were going to promise to build. So a lot of them was either direct scams and probably 95% of them was direct scams. Another 5% were just businesses or projects that didn't actually make it. So it was like a needle in the haystack. Uh, in that post, I was lucky. I think the five that invested, I had one real winner that's, that, that made me a lot of money. So it was a bit of a, a needle in the haystack sort of situation, but it's all done on research and, and finding the right leadership within these projects. So yeah, it's, and we're seeing that again now. We've seen it with DeFi. We had DeFi, which bubbled up and there was a lot of projects where people made a lot of money. And we're now seeing that again with NFTs. But as you say, zoom out and look at the bigger picture. This happened with the internet. We had, um, first we might have had like the websites and then we had social media development. And then we've got like the internet moved on to Netflix and TV. So you, what we're looking at is use cases. What's the use case for crypto and, and blockchain? And that's what's happening. Use cases are coming out and some of them will continue to, to you know, become uh, adopted by people in the long, long term. So what we're looking for really when we invest is what's going to be adopted in the long term. Oh, I do anyway, personally, I look for long-term investments. Does that make sense? I went yeah. off on a tangent there, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. I'm sure there's tons of tangents that we can go off of right now. <laughs> um, let, let me actually um, zero in on something that we spoke about on our last conversation, which was that the market was starting to stagnate and it looked like we were in for this, as you would say, like long-term bear market. Has your um, opinion about the trajectory of the market changed over the last weeks with the, um, the, the, the recent profits or, you know, do you still feel like this was just, um, I think your terminology was a bull short. Yeah, bull, like a bull trap. Yeah, bull um, trap. it still feels like a bull trap to me. I'm more leaning towards that that, that um, line of thinking. As I say, history don't repeat itself, but it often rhymes. And we'll, we will reach a peak at some point and then we'll go into a bear market. And this don't happen overnight. If you look back at history, like 2018, 2017 uh, bull market, we touched, I think it was 20K for a very short period of time. And then we took a big nosedive everybody thought it was over but what actually happened it, it crept back up to 17k this is bitcoin because the whole market follows bitcoin in general it, it went back up to 17k then slowly over the course of a year it trickled down to the all-time low i think was about three to six k somewhere around them that sort of uh, area and then it slowly builds up into a bull market again and a, a new sort of bubble and i feel it, it feels to me like it's repeating that so we touched sort of 50 50k which is nearly We've had the 65K top for Bitcoin. We've touched sort of 15, just topping 50. That feels like that's 17K again. So if I was to predict, I'd say that's the bull trap around that area. And we're going to see it slowly start to keep trying to test those levels and reduce its way down again to 
I mean, typically it reduces by 80% Bitcoin, 80, 85%. So we could see Bitcoin uh, back to, what would that be, 10 to 15K over so the next year or so. With that kind of speculation, if someone's holding on to um, one of the larger coins, do you think now is a good time to sell and to wait until the market depreciates and then to reinvest? It depends what price you got in at. You know, if you got in at sort of 20K and you've made, 20 30k on a bitcoin maybe you know that's a good profit to take or at least hedge some of it hedge it against it you know sell 50 percent because the the, the the um thing that people are talking about many experts are talking about they think it's gonna it's not over yet and it's gonna double peak so it's gonna go to 100k by the end of the year or more and they, these are the two sort of common scenarios you're hearing i think because everybody's expecting it to go to 100k it might not this is that not repeating itself but the rhyme and it's, it's 65k could have been the top it just feels like how much more hype and news can we get now you know nfts are topping out bitcoin's topping out the richest man in the world's ball to elon musk you know it's, it's kind of how much more can we hype it up because it is a bubble ultimately it is a bubble this technology is only very very new and still under development it's not as exciting as everybody gets about it if that makes sense um, so we've so, really yeah, gotten I mean, we've really gotten yeah. into like the numbers and the technicalities over the last few minutes. Let's shift over to the mindset, you know, because understanding what's going on in crypto is one thing. Actually, taking action and risking, you know, failure or, or losing the money is another. So, how do you handle the action taking the risk and really putting your money where your mouth is when it comes to making investments and what do you teach your your clients around that yeah i mean the handling emotions a balance of certainty and uncertainty is really important if you try and get too much certainty and do too much research and try and find out if it's definitely going to be the best investment you can do in your life and all this sort of thing get that certainty so certain that you want to invest you'll never invest you'll always wait for it's become you'll almost wait on the adoption curve. You want to be an early adopter, or at least an early enough in something to make the money. So you need to live with a certain amount of uncertainty. And anybody in business will know this. In business, there's no certainty. You've always got this level of uncertainty. You never know what's going to happen. You never know what customers you're going to get and what you know what problems you're going to come up with. In fact, I always had a saying: if you've not got problems, you've not got business. There's always something, yeah. especially in the retail business. You know, definitely. Uh, so you have to learn to live with that balance, and that's life anyway. In general, you teach that in a lot of the you know, the self-development stuff. Tony Robbins were famous for the human needs. I don't know if you've covered them, certainty and uncertainty. Uh, so that balance is important. And managing the emotions, um, you need to make pre-make your decisions before you actually make the trade. So if you're buying into Bitcoin at 20K, we'll say, we'll call it one, one Bitcoin for 20K. What price are you going to sell it at? What price is enough? Because you'll never catch the top. You know, if you if you wait to make that decision as, as it's rising, you'll get so excited that you'll feel it's going to go up forever. And the same on the way down. If you try and catch the bottom, everybody will be calling a 10K Bitcoin bottom. You'll never catch that because as soon as it gets close to the bottom, it's usually on its way up again or, or you're waiting for it even lower. And the the emotions are completely different. You probably all, if anybody's new to this, they've experienced that um, excitement of it being 65K. When it's near the bottom, it's the exact opposite. It's dead. Bitcoin's over. No one's going to adopt it. The, it's going to be banned. All, all these sort of emotions are completely different. So you have to believe in the technology enough at the bottom as well as that it's going to go back up again. So it's a lot of 
there is a lot of mindset and emotions around it. And that's the first module we teach, actually, crypto mindset. Uh, we cover anything to do with that. That's the first area we dive into. Because until you get that right, it, it's much harder to sort of invest. You know, I see a lot of parallels in what you just said and in building a high value personal brand online, because as your brand stock starts to go up in equity, many people will look at you and take you for granted. You may even take yourself for granted. And you may think that um, you may forget all of the work that you put into to get to that place. Um, you may start um, getting lazy or focusing on the wrong things and, 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 and losing your, your foundation, your fundamentals. And then um, when you're not posting, when you're not doing so well, all right, everyone then thinks like, oh, you know, is his brand dead? Is he, you know, no longer successful? Um, and it takes a lot of mindset as well to get out of the low times as well as to stay consistent during the high times. So um, just that, that mindset, yeah. yeah, just that mindset, which is so crucial in anything, whether you're trying to become a coach, whether you're trying to get into um, better relationships in your business or your love life, um, or whether you're trying to invest in crypto um, or build a brand and maintain stability, but at the same time, when things are not going well, being able to get the help and pull yourself out of that rut or else you're going to stay there and it's not going to be a very friendly place. Yeah, true. Definitely. Absolutely true. I think um, all of business and life is 95% the mindset, you know, it's, it's all in the mindset. I mean, it's a small amount of these strategies, but like, if you, if you don't get the mindset bit right, you success follows with that really, don't it? Absolutely. Um, I want to hit on one more thing, crypto, um, which is the security around crypto. And I know you've talked about this. So uh, for people who are getting in, sometimes they might see that um, there's a rug pull or, uh, you know, a, a coin is not safe or they are afraid that their wallet is going to get hacked. So what do you think are some good ways that people can go about protecting their investments in crypto? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people make the mistake of leaving it on exchanges, which like, you, you know, your coin bases and things like this, you shouldn't leave too much money on those because the main reason is, is it's not really your crypto if it's left on the exchange because, you, because you've not got what's called a private key. So most people in the industry use what's called a um, hardware, hardware wallet or at least a software wallet, which is a hot wallet like MetaMask or um, a Ledger Nano. I don't know if you've heard of these things. They're like little um, devices that look a little oh, bit like this. That, uh, uh, this is this is a yeah. software wallet or a hardware wallet? Uh, this is a hardware wallet. So okay, this, so the yeah. hardware is something that you can actually hold, whereas the software wallet is actually going to be an application on your on your computer. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, that's it. yeah. And what you have to keep these things is what's called a seed phase. It's like a password, so you can recover it, and mm -hmm. that's the main area of security that's available at the minute. And probably the best way to store your, your crypto long term. Yeah. Exchanges are okay for short or smaller amounts, but ultimately they can sort of lock you out and stop you from getting your money back. And the customer I'm, service at these places is terrible. I'm actually interested in that because I've got a software wallet, um, but I don't have a hardware wallet. And so how does that work? And um, if you've got a hardware wallet, 
and you plug it into a USB and then you can view your funds or can you walk me through that real quick? Yeah, of course. What um, software wallet do you use, is it? Uh, Electrum. Electrum, yeah. So you, the way these uh, work, you should have got like um, like a seed phase. Yeah, mm -hmm. a seed phase. So that, that kind of, that's what stores all your private keys. And if anybody gets hold of that, they can replicate your wallet. So what hardware wallet does it stores them seeds so you can't even see them. So it's inside this. So this don't actually hold your crypto, it holds the seed. Mm -hmm. And you can't see it or physically view it in any way. But when you plug it in, it accesses it and, and sends information without touching the internet in a, in a, in a way, in a sense. Uh -huh. So nobody so, can kind of get in through your computer and hack it out but in your but, computer the camp. But if someone got a hold of that hardware wallet, then they would be able to access your funds. Technically, um the can but not very easily you know you, mm -hmm. you do have a, a long sort of pin on it for a start and also okay. they'd have to sort of take it apart to get into it and you can do all kinds of things with these where you can have different accounts on it and things like that so it is probably one of the safest ways out there at the minute it's worth you know invest if you've got more than you can afford to lose which you shouldn't really do in crypto anyway but if you've got a decent amount you can do all kinds of things you need to keep these in like safety deposit boxes um at two locations and I, you know, divide it up in a certain way. There's all kinds of sort of security aspects you can get into uh, with hardware wallet share, especially as your funds grow and you you make more money at this. And how and how are your students doing right now? So you said that you started a crypto mastermind. Um, how many people are in your mastermind, and 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 what's it been like so far working with the group? Yeah, it's been it's been really interesting. Yeah, we've had um, I've got eight people in the group. Uh, so far this is the first one and um, we just just have a call every week where we discuss just crypto in general I do a small presentation give them some education and just to build the knowledge up gradually so it's not too much information it's not too technical and one thing I did learn in the hairdressing industry which is a funny sort of you know uh, look at the dots going backwards connecting the dots going backwards I learned to communicate business style concepts to stylists who were growing the columns which were how to simplify business because a stylist is interested, they're very creative and artistic and they're not really interested in business concepts. So mm. I had to turn these business concepts up to help them grow their businesses as a stylist to earn money into more simple concepts. And this is the same with crypto. Not everybody wants to be go deep technically. So they need them concepts explaining in ways and analogies that they can understand. So that skills kind of carried over quite well. So I've been able to sort of explain some of these concepts simpler, if that makes sense through like presentation. So we're doing a short presentation, then we all have a kind of chat and do a Q&A. And I've started to build some modules now that we've pre-recorded that they can start watching for the future. So it's kind of evolving and growing um, as we go along. Yeah, so it's um, yeah, it's exciting. It's, it's, it's great. I'm starting to gather some of the customers now looking to build the second one up and uh, we're going to go from there. Beautiful. And are your students seeing some success? Are you encouraging them to invest or to pull back yeah, I mean, the first students, um, as I was first growing this, I was just adding value. So I was giving people tips and things for free. So there's a guy who maybe invested, well, maybe a year ago at the very beginning, and he's seen off a, oh, I don't know, $1,000 investment, a six-figure sum on one crypto that he invested in that I told him about. Mm. This one's gone like 10,000x in like a year and a half. Um, you know, these opportunities are out there all the time. You just have to sort of pick them and, and take the risk really the more risk you're prepared to take the more chances you've got of, of picking these ones but i believe in the long term 
the long term mm-hmm. ones. And and a coin that would like do a 10,000 10, X is usually going to be a newer project, like a shit coin. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. you're going to, you're yeah. going to find that on a, a, you know, decentralized exchange, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But you usually got to look at the going to add value. Is it got a use case? Is it something that's going to, people are going to ultimately use? Mm-hmm. You know, some of these coins, as you say, shit coins, they're just made to pump. So people will, will buy into them. You can make money that way, but they don't ultimately have value. So what, what they're going to lead to, we've got enough uh, currency-based coins or store of value coins or coins you can just pass from one to the value. We're looking for things that actually do things um, that actually, you know, have got functions and features. And they are they are coming, they are being developed, but it's still very early. So yeah, yeah that's the way to go. <laughs> All right, so let's finish it off now. We're going to do a quick lightning round, and then I'm going to ask you, uh, you know, our final question of the of the show. So, drum roll. All right, the lightning <laughs> round. Let's begin. First question: the money maker, Bitcoin or Ethereum? Ethereum. And uh, what what is your preferred um, exchange? Um, for exchange, I say it's a completely on and off ramp of crypto. So to get your money in and to get your money out. So if you're taking profit, so I just use a simple one like Coinbase because it, 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 I know I've successfully taken money out that way and it's easy to get on and in. Uh, but there's other ones like Binance if you're looking to trade and you need things that are a bit more complicated. So no quick answer on that. But it, I'd, I'd just look for ones that are um, been around for a while. Don't go on any sort of shady looking ones that have just been set up. Because they could exit scam on you. NFTs, love them or hate them? <laughs> I can't find the middle ground there. Um, I can see a future for them. I'll say that. I, I, yeah, I love, I love the idea. I think it's the use case for them ultimately. Yeah, definitely. So I'll say love if you're going to choose one. But right now, I think they're in a bubble. They are in a bubble. Okay. Um. How about, uh, we'll do another one of these uh, crypto coins. So how about um, Cardano or Ripple? Probably, I don't know either massively, but Cardano over Ripple. Okay. For, from perspective of purely what I like technically about the projects, that adds value, not so much on if you want to make money, because Ripple, you'll make money on Ripple as well. <laughs> and final one is your... Um, long shot or moonshot as we call it and coin of the of the day that you would if you had a thousand dollars to throw away you would uh invest in well everybody's just missed one that that's gone on a pre-sale which should be coming out of the next two or three months called pulse chain pulse as in your heartbeat chain um complete copy of ethereum and the whole network which is going to reduce the fees massively and i've invested quite a bit into this and all my clients have Nobody would have heard of it. It's completely gatekept from the industry. Um, yeah, but if you're interested in getting involved in that, I can, you know, guide you into getting it if you, you know, get in touch. And um, it's definitely one to get into. I think you'll see a good, over the next year or two, you'll see a good, I won't be surprised if you get 100x on that. Yeah, that's my moonshot. But it's not a quick one. It won't be a quick one. Pulse chain. Pulse chain, yeah. Pulse chain. All right, so that concludes our lightning round. And, you know, to end it off, I'd just like to understand, and maybe the audience would as well, 
why is it that you are so passionate about helping others to become educated and learn about crypto right now? And what's kind of like the end goal? What do you really want to achieve by growing this uh, Facebook group and, and tribe um, as a crypto coach online? That's a really good question because you need a purpose, don't you, in these things? And my purpose feels that um, one of my things I hate about the world is that there's certain people that control a large percentage of the money and they're printing this money exponentially at the minute and they're using it in, in ways that I don't agree with to, you know, fund things that, are, that don't have value and equal for the people because of the central banks basically control all this money. And I think crypto is a way to sort of take that back if we can decentralize it enough and, and they'll try and control it at first and they'll try and tax it and they'll try and um, regulate it. But ultimately it could be because it's decentralized in nature that, that they're probably going to fail at that in the long term. So any way I can help drive it in that direction, that's that's the purpose behind this. The more people I can help get into it and the more adoption we can get, the more it'll go in that direction, I think. Beautiful. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on. Um, I'm not sure which episode Enjoyed this will it. be, yeah, but great today. one of the first episodes of season two. Um, I hope I got the uh, the video right. <laughs> I haven't done one of these in a, in a few weeks, but we shall see. And with that being said, uh, what's the best place that they can find you? Um, mainly it's through Facebook at the minute. I've got a, a group called The Crypto Coach. And if you go to uh, the crypto-coach.com, uh, sorry, .co.uk, you can sign up there to, to join the group for free and just find out more from that point. It's probably the easiest way to get hold of it at the minute. Awesome. And you guys know where to find me, Dave Goldevolve on Facebook or on Instagram. I'm offering personal brand blueprint calls right now as we speak. So feel free to take advantage of them. And if you know someone who you think would be a great guest on the Evolve Your Brand podcast, drop me a message and let me know why I should bring them on. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time today, Luke. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah.